A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. We're recognizing farms and homesteads that have been in the family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Charity Seebecker for the Midwest Farm Report. These families will get together at the Wisconsin State Fair for a celebratory breakfast. One farm being recognized is Pathview Farm, LLC. This lacrosse county farm has been in production for over 150 years. Virginia starts us off with some history of the farm. We purchased the farm from my parents um, February 7th of 2014. The partners are my brother and his wife, uh, myself and my husband, and then my brother's son um, is the third set of partners, if you will. Okay. How did your family acquire it before that, like the very first time? So um, the farm was in five generations, six generations back. Um, so the path married the... Um, daughter of the people who owned the farm um, in uh, 1871. And then when they, when they got married, um, then um, it became the path farm um, and came up through from uh, my grandfather's parents to my grandparents and then to my parents. And now, um, to my brother and, you know, the, the family that, and, my, and I, who are children of Gordon and Charlotte Path. So what buildings were on it in that original homestead? How big was it? There was um, a few buildings, and I'm, the picture I'm going to send you will probably have one of the buildings that was there, um, as far as I know, when when it was at least... Fairly early in the time. I, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I mean, um, but there is a granary that we've somewhat refurbished. And so that would have been one of the, you know, original buildings that is still left on the farm. What was the farm? The original farm? Was it a dairy operation, crops, everything? Take me in that day-to-day I, life. I think early on it was probably everything. Um, again, that was a long, long time ago. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure they grew crops and grew food and and probably some beef and pigs and, you know, whatever else. Um, when my dad uh, purchased it from his parents, so, which was about the time, I mean, I was born in 1960, and my, my parents actually purchased it in 1971. But uh, when my dad, my dad worked there his whole life, um, and when I was growing up there, we had dairy and pigs and raised some steers um, and, uh, and then crops, corn, hay. Um, not soybeans at that point. Okay. What were the first years on the farm like for the early generations? And then how did that kind of change each time somebody new took it over? 
Um, well, so I, I can only really, you know, speak to, you know, my time, so 60-ish years. Um, so, you know, when I was growing up, we had dairy. That was the main thing. And so we did, uh, we had probably 50 cows, I would say. Um, and, you know, bucket milkers and um, there was a, a concrete ice bath where the milk was, you know, milk cans were put in. Um, in 1968, when, which is the year my brother was born, um, they actually put in a bulk tank and put in, uh, redid the, some of the inside of the barn, the dairy barn, and also put an addition on, which allowed for, so they probably maybe only had 40 cows before that because it allowed for about 60 cows. Um, at that time when that addition was put on the barn, and that was in 1968. Um, and in 1990, 1997, 1997, um, my husband and I were, we live in New York, and we actually purchased the cows and moved them to the farm that we were managing. Um, and so there has not been dairy on there since, uh, since 1997, um, my brother uh, rents the uh, cropland from uh, the LLC, and he also raises um, steers, buys feeder calves, and raises steers. Well, so currently he grows corn, hay, and soybean. So, do you still live in New York? So, I still live in New York until a little over a month from now. Um, and so when we start talking about the other farm, um, I can go into that in more detail. But yes, um, at this point, I still live in New York. I moved to New York after college in 1982, uh, 83, um, and um, have lived here um, that whole time. So almost 40 years. Hmm. Um, do you mind sharing some of your favorite memories on the farm growing up? Um, so all of us, and in, in our family, there are six children. Um, there's three girls who are a little older than my brother and then two younger um, sisters. But the three of us and then eventually my brother were in um, 4-H. And so, you know, we showed dairy cattle. My, I showed pigs. My sisters showed um, Charlay steers. So, obviously, you know, going to the fair and doing that, we went to, you know, Wisconsin State Fair with our dairy. Um, and so that is, you know, that was always kind of the the fun thing. I mean, there was three girls, so we worked in the barn uh, from, you know, when we were old enough, um, and we didn't have silos, so we um, bailed all of our hay. And so two of us were in the haymow, and my mom and uh, youngest sister were on the wagons putting up hay. And so, you know, we had 60 cows at that point, so quite a bit of, quite a bit of hay. We always, I always said we, we would get two weeks off. We'd get out of school the end of May, um, and hopefully by the 4th of July we were done with first cutting. We'd get a week off to finalize getting ready for the fair, then we go to the La Crosse County Fair, 
and then it was time to do second cutting. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, end of August, back to school. So um, I think, though, the fair was kind of the highlight. We showed as as we, we had registered Holstein, so we also showed at some state shows and black and white shows and, and things like that. But uh, we were very involved in 4-H, Junior Holstein, um, FFA. I was at the end of my kind of high school, uh, last couple of years of high school. Um, so I would say that, you know, being in 4-H, those, I remember one time we had a exchange student from um, Ohio that spent a week with us on the farm. And, and so those, those kind of, you know, those kinds of things. What makes your farm unique? I don't know. I guess I don't know that it is unique in that area. Um, I mean, um, and when I talk about the other farm, it's like the our house where I grew up and the house next door were built exactly the same because they were brothers who owned those two farms. And um, and so I don't. I guess I don't know that it really was unique for its time. Um, I mean, there was, you know, there was dairy up and down the highway, right? And um, and now there isn't, very honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, we've been able to um, keep the farm in our family um, because, you know, even though it's not, it's now it's about 100 acres that my brother rents, but no, we all we all work off of the farm, and so we don't we don't farm uh, 365. I mean, he does; he's there every day. But uh, we all have off farm jobs, and uh, we wanted to keep the farm in the family, and so that's how we this you know this is how we figured out to be able to do that. What does the farm look like for the future generations potentially on the farm? Um. I I think it will um so my nephew is 35 years old. Uh again, he has an off-farm job. I think I think that from the perspective of um because it's only 100 acres, it will always be a situation where it it's not full-time farming. Um so that's kind of how I think it will continue to, you know, continue to be Um, going into the future. Virginia Green shares the story of her family farm in La Crosse County. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.